Hello and welcome to another edition of Course Correction. I'm your host, Stella. This Course Correction will deal with my thoughts on attorney Julie Norton and why I won't be voting for her for Wenatchee School Board position number five. It's come to my attention that I can't call Julie a bad lawyer or I risk getting sued, so I want you all to know that I am not going to say that she's a bad attorney and in no way am I going to infer as such. I will also make sure that Julie Norton, attorney at law, is given the correct honorific, as is due by her profession, throughout this video. My video will be short and devoid of speculation, merely containing her actions and reasons why, in my opinion, I think Julie Norton Esquire should be removed from the school board for violating the law and public officials' code of ethics. Also why... At the very least, you should consider voting for someone else. I will provide links to all referenced material on my website in a specified link that I will add to the description of the video on YouTube and in the posts on Facebook. First, I'll start with the fact that Attorney Julie Norton said in the October 12th Wenatchee School Board meeting that she does not want to be referred to as an attorney. After hearing the conversation just now, um, there are things that do concern me. Um, having virtual meetings are not a violation of Open Public Meeting Act as stand. Okay, so I'm not sure what the concern is, Julie, in regards to saying that we're not complying with Open Public Meeting Act by being virtual. We are, because the proclamation allows. The other thing that is concerning to me is to hear Julie say that um, we were not in violation of the mandate. However, the proclamation specifically states that. Um, any government uh, entity, specific, the proclamation specifically states that any government entity is prohibited from having um, a meeting with face covering. As an attorney, I would hope that you were- Can you leave me just being an attorney out, please? I'm no, no, I'm, just, board, I'm but... basing it on what you said. Um, and Paul had shared the proclamation with the board in advance after, after this change was made. So um, so that, that's what's concerning to me, to say that there was no violation of the mask mandate um, and hearing that- I, I didn't say the that. Office is, let me speak, please. Nor does she want her profession to be used as a reason for her to be held accountable for her interpretation of the law. I get that. I was masked the whole time. It applied. Um, where I struggled in that moment is we're in a public forum, which is not our school building, where we know we're not going to allow anybody in if they don't have a mask on and, and we have more authority to trespass exclude um, from a school building during school time is is in that forum when we're a board in an open public meeting space. Yes, yes, it's a government building, but it's a it's an open public meeting. It's kind of like a a, a public forum, as you will. A group showed up wanting to exercise their First Amendment right to, to be unmasked. I'm not saying that that was, I, I'm saying it wasn't compliant with the mandate. I agree, it was not compliant with the mandate. What do you do in that moment when they're exercising a First Amendment right in a public forum? We did go back and call district legal counsel about how to get through the meeting. I am, I do not want my 
legal reputation continue to be brought up. I'm not the board's attorney. I bring some of that background in how I interpret and review policies, but maybe we should be having the district's attorney at all of these meetings. I would like to point out that according to the school board website, Julie Norton, attorney at law, was appointed as the board's legislative representative and is currently serving as such. Eight days previous to this, on October 4th, in an interview on KPQ around 11 minutes and 40 seconds, she states, Exceed. Um, and again, my experience is, as far as being a, an attorney that practices government relations, I understand the district as, as a business. I understand the rules and responsibilities of the board. I, I know um, how the budgeting works, how to hold our administrators accountable, and, and what it's like to be a public official. So I just think I have a little bit more experience in that regard and understanding. So there's a lot less um, learning as learning that needs to take place from, from day one. Julie Norton Esquire, who lists her profession on every single piece of campaign material, seemed upset when her interpretation of the law was questioned by several fellow board members during the October 12th Wenatchee School Board meeting. The interpretation of the law in which she is acting as a school board director, specifically appointed as the board's legislative representative. Some background is needed to proceed and explain how she violated the law. On August 24th, 2021, during a school board meeting, around 50 unmasked individuals stalled the school board meeting because they refused to comply with the legal mask mandate, which had just gone into effect. They shouted in attorney acting board legislative representative Julie Norton's presence that the mandate was not a law. I'm not, I don't, I'm not offended that you're wearing a mask. I'm not offended if you like vaccines. So why do I have to change for you? I, I could care less what you guys want to do. So why should it? It's not a law. How many times do we have to repeat this? It's a mandate. It's just some vomit from Jadolf and it has no holding ground. <laughs> she did not correct them or attempt to de-escalate the situation. Instead, Julie Norton, attorney at law, acting as the board legislative representative, made a motion to continue the meeting in clear violation of the law. Everybody's right to have an opinion, and we do want to hear from each and every one of you. However, it poses some degree of risk for our district uh, to continue with an uh, open public meeting in violation of the governor's mandate. It is the board's decision as a whole, not mine alone, to decide what to do in this circumstance. And so I'd like to open uh, the floor to the board members uh, to make a motion or to offer direction. Um, I'll start. I would be comfortable with um, excusing staff from the meeting to the extent they're public employees and they're we're concerned about them as employees. I would also be uh, willing to proceed with the meeting because I don't think there's a clear indication in the proclamation that we can avoid doing business if we have folks exercising their right to um speak without uh, you know without some problems with guidelines. So I 
So I'm in favor of Governor's staff uh, and then multi business. I believe that we should all be wearing masks. It's possible you're wondering at this point which law a mandate from the governor of Washington state falls under. It falls under RCW 43.06.22, State of Emergency, Powers of Governor Pursuant to Proclamation. The law basically says that during a state of emergency, i.e. a pandemic, the governor has the ability to make a proclamation which is immediately law until the state of emergency passes and everyone in violation of that proclamation is guilty of a misdemeanor. The same night after leaving the school board meeting because I felt unsafe, surrounded by unmasked individuals comparing Governor Jay Inslee to Adolf Hitler for issuing the mask mandate, I made a post about the fact that a mandate is a law. Julie Norton Esquire, school board legislative representative, took the time to comment on it where she said, FYI, the mask mandate was issued by the Secretary of Health, not the governor. The statute cited is inaccurate. Of course, I responded, pointed out her profession and the fact that she should be aware of the fact of this law. Then she promptly deleted her comment. This is not the only time she has deleted comments or posts when confronted with facts that contradict her narratives. I will point out here that she is running a campaign focusing on transparency and that the name of her Republican coalition, of which her running mates Catherine Thomas and Matt Van Bogart are a part of, is ironically named Common Sense. I can't speculate as to why she would delete a comment where she was immediately proven wrong, so I won't. I will point out, though, she has never corrected anyone to my knowledge in the past two months since she learned that a mandate is a law. Instead, she has repeated in interviews that she didn't believe the building was a school district building and therefore exempt from the mask mandate. However, when reading the proclamation issued by Governor Jay Inslee on August 20th, 2021, to take effect August 23rd, one day before the August 24th school board meeting, and provided to all board members before their attendance on that day, the proclamation specifically states, under this order, every person in Washington must wear a face covering when they are in a place that is generally accessible to any person from outside their household. In fact, since that day, she has held multiple unmasked campaign events. As you can see, the proclamation isn't even specific to schools, but in fact, applicable to every person in Washington. Julie Norton Esquire says it most recently in her October 4th interview with KPQ at four minutes and 15 seconds, as she attempted to explain her part in the unmasked crowd. Comment. So it was it was not ever my intention to incite a riot or, or anything like that, nor was there a riot. Um, you know, the crowd that did show up uh, was not complying with mandates. And we were in a bit of a, a strange dynamic because we're in a public forum, which I understood if we were in a district building, 
um, yeah, we have to enforce mask mandates. I I understand our our students have to go to school with masks. Our teachers have to go to school with masks. We don't have local control over this, those decisions. Looking at the Chelan County Assessor map, it clearly shows that the Wenatchee School Board Administrative Building is, in fact, a school district building. I can't speculate as to why Julie Norton, attorney at law, who specializes in government and real estate law and legislative representative for the Wenatchee School District, would not be aware that the building on the school grounds of a middle school with the emblem of the Wenatchee School District next to its front doors that held the school board meetings thought it was not a district building or why she would ignore the specific proclamation that stated every person in Washington state is required to wear a face mask if they were around people outside of their household. This belief that the building was not a district building, she says, was her basis for making her motion to continue the meeting and endangering everyone in the room during a worldwide pandemic. Attorney Julie Norton also states on her profile on the Wenatchee School Board website that she volunteers time to speak at seminars and workshops sponsored by the Association of Washington Cities and MRSC focused on Public Records Act and Open Public Meeting Act compliance. She also trains newly elected officials on open government, conflict of interest, and other ethical requirements. So I feel compelled to point out the subsection of the Open Public Meetings Law, of which Julie Norton Esquire, legislative representative to the Wenatchee School Board expert in the aforementioned Open Public Meetings Law, ignored the interruptions procedure, RCW 42.30.050, where it states that anyone interrupting the proceedings, i.e. not following protocol or breaking the law so the meeting cannot proceed, needs to be removed. And barring that, the meeting will be adjourned and moved to another space. It also states specifically, representatives of the press or other news media, except those participating in the disturbance, shall be allowed to attend any session held pursuant to this section. Meaning that under no circumstances could the people causing the disruption stay for the meeting, which makes Julie Norton, attorney at law's motion to continue the meeting, also in direct violation of that interruptions subsection of the open public meetings law, of which she is an expert and volunteers her time to speak about. As those of us who have ever been given a ticket or accidentally violated the law know, knowledge of the law or lack thereof does not exempt you from consequences or prosecution. Further study of attorney Julie Norton's actions on August 24th, 2021, didn't just violate the mask mandate law and the open public meetings law interpretation subsection. Her actions as a board representative directly violated RCW 42.52.070. This law specifically applies to the code of ethics for public officers under special privileges. Now under this, it specifically states, except as required to perform duties within the scope of employment, no state officer or state employee may use his or her position to secure special privileges or exemptions for themselves, their spouse, their children, their parents, or other persons. As I've stated earlier, this motion was 
not required by her position. In fact, based on all laws stated so far, she was compelled to motion to discontinue and reconvene online. And yet, she did not. By making the motion on August 24th to stay in session, attorney Julie Norton Esquire was asking for a special privilege for the unmasked individuals. These individuals had the ability to view the Wenatchee School Board meeting via online and also had the ability to comment online. These individuals did, in fact, have other options, so the meeting was not unavailable to them. With these options, their free speech was not being violated. Their rights to peaceably assemble were also not being violated, as they were demanding to be able to participate in person in direct violation of laws already stated when they had other options to participate and be heard pursuant the open public meetings laws. Julie Norton said later in a public comment on August 24th that she was trying to balance constitutional rights in public forums with their need to proceed. As previously stated, their First Amendment rights were not being infringed, so what rights she is referring to is unclear. Moving beyond the August 24th school board meeting, there are other instances of known statute and law violations. In July, a letter was sent out to all Wenatchee School Board candidates that stated the size allowed for campaign signage, which is 24 square feet. In August, attorney Julie Norton posted her campaign sign here next to her common sense running mates. A 24 square sign is the size of Maria Iniguez's campaign pictured next to it. On October 15th, representatives on her behalf violated Wenatchee School District Policy 4400 and RCW 42.17A.555 by campaigning on school district property during a large, well-attended football game. She responded by saying she knew about the laws and statutes, but was across town in a campaign meeting at that time, so couldn't possibly have known the actions of her representatives. In conclusion, attorney Julie Norton, Esquire, attorney at law, legislative representative to the Wenatchee School Board, expert speaker of open public meetings, seminars, ethics trainer of officials, specializing in government and real estate law, first of her name, simultaneously uses her titles and accomplishments to lend authority and credibility to her voice when rallying her base, while distancing herself from those same titles and accomplishments when questioned about incorrect or incongruent information provided to the public in her official capacities. Basically, she uses her status as an attorney to look good to potential voters, but when asked, as an attorney, shouldn't you have known this? She wants to distance herself from that same status. For an incumbent board member running on accountability and transparency, this is especially galling. Thank you for your time and please vote responsibly. Until next time, let's make progress. And before I forget, a big thanks to Rachel, who is my first patron on Patreon. Thanks for the beer, Rach. Hit that subscribe button to stay updated with us. And any sources we've used in today's episode are below or are available on our website at progressivedevilry.com.